This is Leslie, Thinking Upwards. Welcome to the Walnut Women podcast. You know, right thinking about God leads to right living. Join our conversation as we discuss various topics through a biblical lens and a Christ-centered worldview. We hope the Word of God, through the power of the Holy Spirit, will help you live out gospel-transformed lives for the glory of God. In this episode, Alice, Merrill, and Florence join me as we talk about health, sickness in our physical bodies in light of uncertain times, and how the gospel gives us hope to persevere in times of suffering. This is the Walnut Women Podcast. Thanks for joining us. Welcome to our next um, podcast episode. Today we have a guest, and I'm just going to ask you to introduce yourself tell us a little bit about your family and tell us what you do for work okay hi everyone my name is Florence Fong and I have been married to my husband Preston for almost eight years and we have three kids um, our oldest is Paxton who's five and the younger two are Logan and Felicity and they will be three in September and um, for my profession I'm a pediatrician and I work in the outpatient clinical setting. And I've been working as an outpatient pediatrician for a little, about eight years. Well, thanks for joining us today. We're excited to have you because um, our topic for today is related to health. And this is one of the major areas that this um, COVID pandemic has kind of uprooted um, mm -hmm. worldwide. And it has just raised a lot of, you know, fears and anxieties about health or if we catch COVID and what happens after that, just a lot of uncertainty. So today we're just going to turn our topic on into health. And so I think the first question I wanted to ask um, our friend and local pediatrician is um, how has this COVID pandemic, you know, just affected you from your perspective as a, a parent, um, a mom and a pediatrician? Yeah, I think it's definitely um, thrown me for a loop. I, you know, in terms of my security, like I, you know, I, I find a lot of security in, like most people, in things that I feel like I can control and things that I can know mm. to expect. So one of those things is my physical health and that my physical health is my family. So when this thing came out, I was like, okay, what is this? And I, being as I knew this would come up in my work and people would ask me about it so I wanted to stay informed as much as I could I would read a lot of articles about it and at that time like in January February most of the stuff was coming from China so I one one article really kind of caught my attention it was a story about two Chinese young female healthcare workers one was a nurse one was a physician mm. and it tells a story about how both of them got COVID they got really sick they were hospitalized and both were near death and only one survived and mm you know, reading this, I was like, oh my gosh, like these, these women were young, they were healthy, they're similar age, like in their 30s, and one of them died. So mm -hmm. it, all these things in my head, like, okay, what, what, what's going on? What virus is this? Mm -hmm. uh, am I gonna, am I gonna, oh, I'm gonna get it. I, I work in healthcare. Am I gonna die? Am I, is my parents gonna die? So all these things back and forth, mm -hmm. and I would like try to reason and process and try to come up with, okay, no, 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 this is, um, another country, the U.S. is different, like, you know, our healthcare is more advanced, and all these things I tried to um, process and cope with it, um, and it, it, it got to be a lot for me, because I, inherently, I'm a worrier, so I had to eventually just kind of stop 
reading articles or just mm-hmm. kind of limit what I read so that I wouldn't dwell and perseverate, perseverate on it too much. I really had to just switch my focus and my like perspective on where should I put my security. It really shouldn't be on what I can control and my expectations, mm-hmm. but just relinquishing that control to God. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I would say, you know, you have a really unique perspective since, you know, you're in the field, but also you're a person of faith who believes in God's word. So mm-hmm. like in this time when you have the temptation to worry or be fearful or anxious, um, I guess, has how has God's word or the hope that we have in his word kind of been um, useful as a tool of comfort and hope and just guidance for you during this time? I think like what kind of came perfectly was that, you know, what I'm in, well, some of you guys, I'm in a, a women's community group and we're going through a book about um, just character traits of God and also mm-hmm. things that we can achieve and things that we can, can try to emulate. And one that stuck with me is that through all this is that, that God is sovereign. He's in control, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So that mm-hmm. even though this is going on, like God meant for this to happen and he has my best interest at heart and his people Mm -hmm. even if it might not be what i would want but ultimately it's for the good like Mm -hmm. he sees that higher view and just resting in that remembering that um has given me a lot of peace Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, it's really great that the flow you mentioned that because uh, that's uh, when leslie you know gave this topic to really think through and that's one thing that really came to my mind is that how our bodies are not our own and we do have a, like you said, we have a higher being. We have our God as our maker. And he made our bodies. And he knows that how our body works. And uh, thank God, he knows how our body works. And we don't have to worry about it. And, um, and not only that, but it really brought me back to uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 6. You know, it says, mm-hmm. also verse 20, or well, 19 says that, Do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God? You are not your own. And verse 20 even says, For you are bought with a price. So, mm-hmm you know, so glorifies God in your body. It just reminds me, like, again, we are bought with a price. What's that price? Who paid for that price? Jesus Christ. So mm-hmm. I think just like you said, you know, God's word really help us go back to, like, you know, our promise, where our promise can be, where our peace comes from. So again, I'm just really grateful that we all, you know, on the same page, we recognize God's our maker and our bodies are our own. We need to submit to him and he's mm-hmm. sovereign. He has the best yeah. interest us in his mind yeah i think as believers we also have this assurance that like Mm -hmm. our time here on earth is gonna be just as long as god intended it for be to be you know Mm -hmm. um if he's done with whatever purpose he created us for then he's gonna call us home and Mm -hmm. it'll be sad of course no one wants to have someone be called home that they love but then there is an assurance as a believer like this isn't just by random like happenstance that um, mm-hmm. someone gets called home it's just that God was ready to take this person home and um, it's for it's for good um, I think for COVID something interesting that came to my mind also is that you know a lot of times we feel like we can be in charge of our health like we take we exercise and we yeah. eat right and especially in this day and age yeah. like so many people are into fitness and um, in maintaining their bodies in tip-top shape and it's humbling to just come to the realization. I don't think this is only with COVID because 
all of us were susceptible to things that we can never control. You know, mm-hmm. we could get cancer, we could get a brain aneurysm. It's like the smallest yeah. thing. We're just so fragile as human beings and we're really at the mercy of our creator and i think covid just really brought that into light like how Mm -hmm. much are we at the mercy of our creator and how fragile we are and it and it affects so many people and we don't know anything about it or we Mm -hmm. didn't and um it scares so much people so many people because of how little we understand about it and how things keep shifting and changing and it's affecting everyone's way of life. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the very, very core of things, nothing has really changed in terms of um, how, how fragile we are or how easy yeah. it is for us to get sick or how much we have to just really rely on God to provide and to sustain and care for us. Mm. Yeah. You know, that's very, that's a really good point. Cause honestly, like I think we live in a society now that really, puts a lot of emphasis on the fitness, the health. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, to prevent maybe aging, it's like a false mm-hmm. security that mm-hmm. <laughs> like, we're working hard so that we can stay healthy and like prevent mm-hmm. as many, you know, future ailments or sickness. And yeah, it's true. Like, even if you do everything right, there's mm-hmm. no guarantee that mm-hmm. you can be, you know, free from all sickness and diseases. And so, yeah, I think this is something that God is really showing us. Like we can't put our security in our Mm -hmm. physical health. And so I think it really kind of points us to um, the next, the next question I wanted to ask is, you know, and Alice, you kind of alluded to this, like, what is God's purpose for our physical bodies and Mm -hmm. for the earth present time and also later in the future? when we're mm-hmm. redeemed and when we're glorified. So let's talk about that. Like this concept of, you know, let's define what is God's um, function and his design for us physically. <laughs> I think when you pose that question, um, a verse came to my mind or comes to my mind. It's from Romans 8. And it mm-hmm. talks about how like the whole creation is groaning together in the pains mm-hmm. of childbirth and how the whole creation, not ourselves, we're just awaiting for like the redemption of our bodies. Yeah. I was just thinking, you know, like sin does not only affect us as individuals. Of course, mm-hmm. we experience death and pain and suffering because of sin, but it's affecting the whole creation. Even, right. you know, nature, everything is affected by sin. And um, like it says in Romans 8, this sin that we experience or these sufferings, like Paul is talking about suffering in Romans 8, yeah. it makes him long mm-hmm. for the day that we will be free from all of it and where we would be um, redeemed, like no more suffering, no more pain, where we would be able to just live fully before God without Mm -hmm. having to worry about all these things. So I think when people are experiencing suffering, whether in health or just Mm -hmm. even emotional suffering or any consequence or form of sin, as believers, it should make us long for the day where we would be united with our creator and it doesn't mean that we just, you know, only look to the future for our hope. Even though our hope is in the future, it gives us hope in the present day mm-hmm. to live um, through each and every day, knowing that our suffering is not in vain, that one yeah. day um, our Savior will come and save mm-hmm. us. And he understands what it's like to live through this suffering. Yeah, yeah. So well said, uh, Meryl, because not only he is our Savior, but he's also our maker, as I talk about it earlier and I just brought me back to Psalm 139 how we are wonderfully fearfully and wonderfully made and especially on verse 
13 and 14, that God says that he formed us, formed my inward parts, and he knit us, well, me together in my mother's mm-hmm. womb. And so I shall praise you, for I'm fearfully, wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works, and my soul knows it very well. And I just... It just that verse give me comfort in knowing that, as Leslie said, either present or in the future, that we we will go through physical suffering because we're aging. It's not something that we can stop, you know, with our own power. And we have to submit and surrender to God. And knowing that verse that God has formed me, you know, inside and out, and He knows yeah. who I am. He He actually ordained those weaknesses I mm. will be going through or in my body. And he knows it very well. He understands it very well. And so I must trust him and knowing that he would choose to heal me in his own time. And he would choose to use me for his glory mm-hmm. through this physical really? suffering. You know, so I just, you know, again, I mean, I have experience with my father. You know, he's, I pray for his physical healing. He's at his, yeah. in his terminal stage of cancer. But God does did not answer the physical healing part. But God answered yeah. the spiritual healing where mm-hmm. my father actually accept Christ before a week before he went back home. So wow. I think that again, just really give me the comfort knowing that our security, like you all said, is not in our physical body, but in Christ Jesus. I give us a hope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. As you were reading um, the passage or from Psalm 139, it made me think about how when God created us, our physical bodies, and he knit us in our um, mother's womb, he really was perfecting his craft through the display of, like, us, and that, you know, we were made in the image of God, so that means we're perfect, and he proclaimed life into us, and we are, like, his masterpieces, and Mm -hmm. it really makes me think about how, like, we ought to cherish our own bodies as you know god's perfect masterpiece Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. he is the creator and what he made which is us were Mm -hmm. his good works or his good um created works and i think um the second part that i wanted to comment about merrill's the romans 8 and how um all of creation including you know us those who are subjected to this this uh fallen nature of Mm -hmm. sin and suffering um Mm -hmm. just really reminds me of like when god redeems us he's not just going to redeem our souls for eternal life but he's Mm. going to redeem our physical bodies and Mm. you know like when we're in heaven we will be freed from all of our sicknesses our suffering Mm. all those physical ailments aging signs that we don't like you know like our future eternity is we will have our perfected bodies and they will be transformed and we will like mirror God's beauty. And I think like that is such hope for me because mm-hmm. I, I really have experienced some fears and anxieties personally mm-hmm. during this time with COVID just thinking, okay, what if it's my time? Like I think about little symptoms I get here and there mm-hmm. and I'm really like trying to find a secured hope to put where I can anchor myself because mm-hmm. you know I've been struggling a little bit more with mm-hmm. health anxieties and little symptoms here and there so mm-hmm. yeah those are really good verses that you guys brought up mm-hmm. yeah COVID makes you really paranoid like you wake up with a little scratch yes. and you're like yeah. oh is this my time <laughs> you know and you yeah. start googling like all the symptoms oh is this how it starts and yeah there is a lot of um anxiety tied to that and it's hard in those moments to remember that okay 
don't 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 freak out you know the world is not lost um god is still watching over me and if if it's my time to get sick then it's my time to get sick there's not much we could do about it at that point but Mm -hmm. to just surrender what's going to happen to to Mm -hmm. god so you know um in the gospels we saw the way jesus responded to those Mm -hmm. who were sick and he went to them when the family members called for him and he not only went to visit he showed compassion his mercy and a lot of times he healed them through the power mm-hmm. but he also pointed them that he had the power to forgive sins mm-hmm. and so i think this kind of all ties into when our physical health is rocked by things that we cannot control like god is really pulling us on this journey to be right with him and to make sure our souls have been um have received salvation through the forgiveness of our mm-hmm. sins and so um i think let's just turn the conversation now and let's talk about um those in our lives that we know who have gone through suffering or they're going through chronic illnesses mm-hmm. or cancer or even like for yourself like what is the response that we have as believers to um minister to those who are physically suffering Like, what's the first thing you do when your kids get sick? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you pray. Yeah, exactly. I gotta pray first. Yeah, I gotta bring to the Lord first because, you know, I, you know, it's almost like, as we talked about earlier, I gotta guard my own heart. You know, I don't want to be always anxious, always like, oh, what's gonna happen next day? What's gonna happen next moment? Oh, how come his fever is mm. not coming down? I gave him to mm-hmm. I gave him, four hours later, I gave him more How come it's not coming down? So I need to my heart and i can only do that through prayers mm-hmm. yeah and and also come you know the sick member of family <laughs> come down the whole family by you know through prayers yeah that's the first thing i would do definitely pray and then i'll call up flow what's happening i know what actually less when you said that my first instinct was <laughs> if i'm really desperate i call i ask flow what to do <laughs> But I mean, yeah. like, I think medicine is definitely, you know, a grace from God. Um, but, and even me, I tend to be more like scientifically minded. Like I try to, I tend to place my hope in that more like logic and mm-hmm. like, okay, if A leads to B, then B should lead to C. Mm-hmm. And if we address this, then this should happen, you know? And so I think sometimes the scary thing with, to realize with health is like, if it doesn't happen that way, um, then it, it starts making us anxious. And that's where I think God really reveals that, hey, you know, trust me, you know, I made you. Yeah. yeah. And going back to like, just that God is in control, like mm-hmm. I think thinking about mm-hmm. how approaching the kids is a, is a good way um, mm-hmm. to think about it is just, you know, when they get an owie or something, we, of course we address the immediate like bleeding and everything, are they in pain? But then also just, hey, let's pray about it. And, mm-hmm. um, it's great because I think they, 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 if they see an example, this is what we're relying on and who does, who has the most control over it's God, mm-hmm. right? He has, he's the one that's in control. Um, mm-hmm. I think, you know, in terms of approaching someone who maybe is an adult, right? So like a family member who's not a believer, I think it's a similar mm-hmm. thing when, when our physical health is threatened, we, it's like people freak out because it's a lack of control. Like they're like, Oh my mm-hmm. gosh, like, I don't know what's going to happen. And I think, 
using that as an opportunity to point them to, hey, yeah, you know, this world, if we put our, our treasure and our hope in the things of this earth, there's a huge potential for it to be, you know, gone or mm-hmm. to let us down. But if we put our hope in God, um, we won't be let down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so on that Nicely way, said. Uh, Nicely yeah, said. Along, <laughs> along that line, Flo, we're thankful that you are our local resident physician. We can easily spend it because I think like the expertise and skills that God has given to you, it's very practical. And I see it as, you know, one of God's common graces to us, just like modern mm-hmm. medicine and intervention that, mm-hmm. you know, we do have options to either relieve or completely, you know, heal through medicine. Some of the physical illnesses and diseases that we um, go through. But, you know, again, there are some whose um, illness doesn't leave them. And, you know, it really makes me think about how, you know, like when Jesus's close friend Lazarus was sick Mm -hmm. and then um, it was one of his close friends and he was, he really showed compassion for what the family was going through. And then he said that, you know, it was for the glory of God that this man had to go through that. And, you know, there, there's a plan that God has and it's Mm -hmm. his story. And, you know, God wrote the story of our lives. We don't like create our own narrative. Like we can only be obedient to what Mm -hmm. he's given. But um, it also makes me think about, you know, Jesus's heart for us when to those who suffer and we we feel this Mm -hmm. way for sure for our own kids. We show compassion and we want to point them to the great physician because, mm-hmm. you know, modern medicine, again, it's like God's common grace. But for those who don't have that as an answer, like we still mm-hmm. have for believers, the hope of the great physician. And in this earth, on this side, like if he doesn't grant the healing, we will receive it in our resurrected bodies, which is, you know, mm-hmm. hope. Um, another verse I wanted to bring up because it talks about this uh, phrase called the, what is it? The prayer of faith. I think that's what it is. And mm-hmm. James 5, it talks about like mm-hmm. kinds of suffering and, you know, our response should be to pray about yeah. any kind of suffering that we go through. And it says, you know, the prayer of a righteous man, the prayer of faith will lead to mm-hmm. healing. And so, um, I think one of the things I, this passage talks about is for those who aren't able to receive the he- people to lay hands and pray for them, that they would call upon the elders and the elders would come lay hands on the sick individual, even do that oil anointing. And I, I actually thought about, you know, our pastoral staff and our visitation teams, how mm-hmm. we have some sick members at our church who are, you know, bedridden or they can't make it to Sunday services and mm-hmm. I feel like our pastors really demonstrate you know God's heart in this way to make a visit and you know to always pray because at the end of the day like it is a physical demonstration of the kind of faith we need to have yeah. for those who are sick and there's just something really um common about like sickness and prayer and healing so do you guys have any like thoughts about when you pray for a sick person, what's going on in your head or what are you praying for for a sick person or does it depend on the kind of, you know, sickness that person has? I think as you're talking, something that I sort of started thinking about was 
my mom, she goes to the care team and she talks about how like some of these old people, they understand that, you know, their end is coming soon. And she says for some of them as believers, you can really see like the peace of God or the joy of God in the midst of their suffering. Mm. And uh, she's always sharing about that. Like, oh, this person, like, you know, they're not doing too well health wise, but man, they like really love to still sing praises to God. And I think as believers, that's such a special privilege or special perspective to go out with because without this hope beyond our current world for a lot of unbelievers that's like the scariest time in their life where it's like okay I'm gonna go I have to I can't take any of this with me everything that I built my life upon or everything that I've worked and toiled for it's gonna go away you know Mm. but as believers we could have this special security where in the face of death we would be able to have joy and I don't I hope that when I'm dying that I would be able to have that joy but Mm. just thinking about it now even though I know uh, mentally all these things I I do get a little scared right like there is like a fear but I think God really gives grace uh, when you are Mm. approaching that time um yeah yeah you know what you said Mero. yeah what you said Mero. really like how how your mom goes on those uh, visitation the caring ministry and it just reminds me how i was part of before like a long time ago (laughs) when the kids were still young but you know but things that when we want to visit those like shut in or like you know physically suffered uh brothers and sisters we're the one actually getting all the blessing because like Mm. you're saying they're so encouraged by their faith and how they were just Mm. always joyful even in the suffering Mm. and Mm. I see that how God used them to glorify himself. You know, through the mm. suffering, they encourage the body of Christ and they, mm. they're the one that bring the blessing to yeah. all of us when we visit. So, and I thought about full tithing, you know, that we've, we've been doing mm. a lot, you know, for our brothers and sisters um, who have needs, you know, like uh, we are just simply being the hands of feet of Jesus. And when we do it, we're the one actually getting all the blessings to be on like in a hundred and thousand folds. So it's just amazing how God will use that to encourage the body all together this mm-hmm. different in different ways yeah mm-hmm. and i think it speaks to like the the testimony that we have as believers to mm-hmm. those around us who aren't believers about the peace that he um mm-hmm. he gives us through our struggles and our trials um mm-hmm. one verse that i found was um isaiah 54 10 where it says for the mountains may depart and the hills be removed but my steadfast love shall not depart from you and my covenant mm. of peace shall not be removed, says mm. the Lord who has compassion on you. Mm. And just, yeah, just remembering, I think that's probably just the peace that comes over these people who are suffering and they mm. know that their time is coming to an end. It's, it's yeah. only God that could grant that kind of peace. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Kind of reminds me of like when I was in high school in my old church, we would make um, visits to the convalescent home. It was one mm-hmm. of the ways that they helped train us to serve. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, as a high school student, you know, I wouldn't say I had much theology on health, but I knew that when I was at the bedside of someone who was, you know, at that life stage, mm-hmm. whether they were believers or not, I really felt overcome by like the sense of like God's mercy for them. Mm-hmm. And like ever since then, when I'm around a person who is, you know, physically not strong mm-hmm. or um sorry. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> going yeah. through like some kind of um sickness or suffering, yeah. mm-hmm. I really feel like his 
compassion upon them and yes mm-hmm. my desire to pray for them is yes. just like immediate is my immediate response because you know i'm not praying with the confidence that i'm that god will heal them but i do know his heart for right. that person mm-hmm. is that he this is just a temporary suffering you know like mm. if they are believers one day and they get to you know, be with God in heaven, like they will be freed from all this suffering. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it just really um, gave a picture of like God's heart and how um, there is like a favorable, just a rewarding outcome yeah. for those who belong in Christ Jesus. Like there will mm-hmm. be no pain, no suffering in heaven. Yes. And that is like the hope of eternity that we have for those in Christ Jesus. And mm-hmm. So I think I just want to close this time today and just talk about like Jesus, God's plan for us is to make us spiritually rich in Christ. And if Mm -hmm. he can use our suffering for his greater glory in our lives and through our lives, I mean, that is kind of like the hope of, um, you know, for ourselves and the hope that we can share with those who are in the midst of this kind of suffering and it is such a, it's such a tool. Like I think anyone who's in this situation will not deny prayer. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, as believers, it is our duty and a responsibility yes. to really reach out and offer it and not to be afraid mm-hmm. because who doesn't mm-hmm. want prayer for faith? Even non-Christians yeah. have hope that, you know, maybe mm-hmm. they can be healed from something like cancer. That's so right. yeah, mm-hmm. I think this is just a really um, sensitive season where, we can be sent out and whoever's in our midst who needs prayer or encouragement or just more faith, like I think we can go out and just, you know, be agents to pray for uh, Mm -hmm. those in the church and those outside of our church. So Mm -hmm. yeah, I guess that completes our our podcast for today. Thanks for sharing all your insights and uh, Flo, thanks for joining us today. Yeah, thank you, Flo. Happy to have you. Fun. fun. Thank you. Romans 8.18 tells us, the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory that is to be revealed to us. My prayer is that you will rest in this promise that one day we will see our new glorious bodies when God fully redeems his people. Join us next time on the Walnut Women podcast. Thanks for listening.